Welcome back, Kafka and Bond listeners, here with episode 85. And Tony, we're talking about me today, key people. <laughs> I feel you're like that, Drake. You threw me off track there. So it's, uh, <laughs> no, it's a uh, key person, in, yeah, and what is key person in the business? And yes, Jamie. You're a key person. Well, but no, we did, we did have a really interesting conversation um, this morning. Uh, I was really intrigued by the conversation, to be honest. But, you know, it, the topic was raised about key person risk to a business. Yeah. Uh, it's something that we come across a lot. And look, we have talked about buy, sell insurance within our podcast, but we're going to focus on it today um, and what that risk, especially for, for firms that are growing. Um, and, you know, I think... Everyone knows the stories and, and everyone's watched the movies of your Facebooks and things like that. But, you know, there's a lot of firms that start from the front garage um, and grow from there. But it's normally based around a key person with an idea. So, you know, there is a lot of key person risks and a lot of businesses out there. Uh, there certainly is. And, and, you know, Jamie, you know, and, and some of our clients know because we've, uh, we've helped them in this area. But, you know, we do work with a few venture capital firms who have specialty focuses on certain businesses and the meeting we had today was yeah with a magnificent IT company but um, based in New York and Australia but the the basis of it is really quite simple so you know if you've got a um, it, it doesn't matter you know we can give a few examples but let's um, let, let's think of it this way I think, I think the easiest one is to use an accounting fees or, or a financial planning fees and someone that has a really close relationship. Yeah, so, well, let's, let's, um, let's talk about key person risk in a business. There, there can be key person risk based on if something happens to that person, will fees and uh, walk out the door? Uh, will, or will an idea and something that's being built die with that individual? Um, and, you know, leave the other shareholders, you know, basically carrying debt or whatever the case may be. Or, um, you know, it's uh, very simple. Sometimes key person insurance can be, and, and banks uh, make do this quite a lot, uh, to actually key person capital, and that's insuring debt. So as an example, uh, let's say we've bought a couple of businesses, we've got debt in this business, um, and the bank uh, suggests that there's key person risk here, and they said, Tony, if you're to die, we want that debt repaid. So you and Boyan and the rest of the team now own the business. I hope you've turned up to my funeral. Um, I've got the speech prepared for you just in case you need one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, but basically, it's a case of that the bank comes in and says, yeah, sorry for your loss. Uh, can we have that million bucks back now? Uh, that two million bucks. And you say, yeah, that's going to really sort of dent the cash flow a bit if we have to write that check out because we bought this business on a debt facility of 10-year P&I and now you're asking me for the money back. So they say, yeah, that's great, but, you know, potentially revenue could walk out the door now. We're concerned. Uh, you know, we're not concerned about your emotions. We're concerned that Tony's dead. Give us our money back. Uh, that was part of the agreement that was signed off. Uh, so, so based on that, you've then got um, the potential, that's key person capital risk, obviously, and that is to have debt. And so if we're in that position that after a year we've paid off, say, 200 grand of that million dollar debt, well, then the insurance should come down accordingly as well. So you only now require 800,000 to cover that debt. But what about other scenarios where you've got a great, a great business 
backed by IT, someone's come up with a, with a great model, something's being built, and a VC firm says, we love, a VC firm for those who don't know, venture capital firm, says, we love what you guys are doing, you're part of our focus, we want to be part of this, we're going to fund $5 million into your business now to get you to that next stage, and then we'll get you to a listing, and then you'll be worth a billion dollars, or even a hundred million dollars, and everyone walks away really happy, um, you know, as a listing making money. But what happens if the, the person, the major person who's involved in that business to start with, the driving force, um, has a heart attack, you know, drops dead? Um, the VC firm, they're going to say, they're not just going to sit back and say, yeah, we've just, we'll just write off that $5 million. Yeah. Uh, so basically what we do is where we work with the VC firms is we say, okay, so you're giving them $5 million. So let's say, Jamie, you're, you're that entrepreneur who's come up with a great idea and is building the great, the great thingy, uh, <laughs> the great IT thingy. Yeah. So it's, um, and we say, okay, so we're going to, you're going to part with $5 million, but what we're going to do is we're going to insure Jamie for $5 million. So in other words, if Jamie was to drop dead, that's not ensuring Jamie where that funds go to the business. That's ensuring the VC firm gets their money back. So the business still might continue and the VC firm might still continue to support the business, but they've got their capital back, uh, the original capital investment back. So that's for them for a couple grand a year, that's taking their risk off the table. Um, if you, if a major illness was to occur. And I think the key is that, there's a very famous Australian funds management business where uh, they, the founder of that business is classed as key person, if, if nothing uh, more by name only, because they do have, you know, 300 odd staff now working and making decisions as well. So it's, it's not like Warren Buffett um, yeah. of Berkshire Hathaway. So, but this guy does have a magnificent reputation. And even though they're a hundred billion dollar fund, uh, the risk that they're carrying is that if he was to suffer a major illness or to die, they have estimated that potentially they would drop $50 million worth of fees. So in other words, they're saying potentially um, around about 10 to $15 billion could automatically walk out of the door uh, because that key person is no longer there or he's had a heart attack and for six months he's not able to work, not able to make those decisions that uh, he makes on a daily basis. So what they're doing is they've insured him as a key person risk so that if anything was to happen to him, um, what's going to then occur is $50 million goes into the company uh, to be able to keep their revenue up because they're a listed company and you can imagine their share price getting absolutely pummeled yeah. if something was, uh, something was to happen to him because he's such a key person risk by virtue of reputation not necessarily by virtue of stock picking anymore okay so and so there's there's a whole range of key people risk key person risk that can be there can be in a mature business can be in a listed company you know so a listed company might have a market capitalization of 30 or 40 million dollars but the founder of that business is still the key driver of that business and if he was to drop off the perch uh, he or she was to drop off the perch um, basically, you know, what's going to happen to that organization being driven forward? Can they find somebody who's willing to accept a wage of 300 grand to have the same passion as that founder and 40 or 50% shareholder whose is estate now owns the shares? Um, they mightn't want the shares, they might want the cash. 
um, because, you know, mum or dad's dead who's actually found that business. So what is that key person risk to a small cap, um, you know, uh, when I say small cap, hundred less than $100 million uh, business listed on the ASX. So there's a whole, that could be the chief technology officer key person risk or, you know, or the, or the chief salesperson's uh, risk yeah. as well. So what are the, that, what are the risk and key person insurance is about ensuring the company survives financially if something, if that risk is exposed due to a major illness or death. Yeah, now, because we're talking about the company, um, yes. we're talking about buy sell, which are for the owners to, you know, yeah. their estates and things like that. So because this capital is going into the business, how is it treated differently, I, I guess, from even a tax point? Yeah, so if you've got, um, there's two forms of key person insurance. There's what we call key person revenue and key person capital. So I'm not going to get too technical because that's just uh, against my upbringing. Uh, but basically, it's a case of key person revenue means, uh, so you're a key person, Jamie, I'll pick on you uh, because you drink a lot. Uh, so no, you don't. So it's, uh, but uh, well, you're going on a golf trip this weekend, aren't you? <laughs> so, I think so, there will be a few beers in that. Yeah, so it's um so let, let's let's uh, have a look at your situation. Uh, you drop off the perch, uh, basically uh, something, or you suffered a heart attack, or whatever the case may be, um, and all of a sudden you we put in a claim for your key person insurance, and the company receives that two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now, because it's key person revenue, the premiums on that are tax deductible but the benefit if paid to the company is taxable. So if we were to, re if you were to suffer that major trauma and re-receive that benefit on the 29th of June, it's gonna be pretty hard trying to write off that quarter of a million dollars in the space of a day. I'll try my damnedest, but it's gonna be quite hard obviously to do that. So on that basis, the revenue that is received is taxable. Now, how we come up with that sum of $250,000 because that's what it might, uh, you know, we, we need to replace you, your, your intellectual brain dies with you. There's, there's a whole range of things that we have to, you know, take into consideration as you as a key person. Or let's say you've, I've got key person insurance because you think I'm worth something to this business if I, something was happened to me. But let's say there's also key person capital. So that's the opposite. So uh, you don't take any on any risk of the debt in the business. I take on the risk of the debt in the business. I suffer that heart attack. The key person revenue policy will go to the business. The business still continues. Uh, you hope for whatever reason, in respect to lost revenue, whatever doesn't walk out the door, but that's still there. But you've also now got money to pay out the debt. So in other words, the business is now debt free. I've suffered a heart attack or I've died. The business is actually left debt free. Now key person capital insurance, the capital proceeds are not taxable in the event of a claim, but the premiums also are not tax deductible in the event of a claim. And what you usually find though of key person capital, especially on a, a principal and interest loan, is that uh, that debt should reduce every year in line with the principal reduction every year as well. Yep. Yeah. So two, two different forms of key person, two different taxable events as well, depending on what it is. Tony, um, is there anything else you want to cover today? Um, I, think, I think we've sort of hit a lot today and and I think it was a good, short, punchy one that, that, that means a lot to people. It does. And as, as you're aware, you know, the majority of our clients, uh, well, uh, well quite, a, quite a number of them, are 
uh, family-owned businesses, SMEs. Now, if you think about that family-owned business as an example, it's um, you've got um, maybe the husband or the wife running that business. You might have a couple of kids in the business as well. Uh, something happens to that key person. They haven't just lost a loved one, you know, a, a spouse. Uh, their businesses, their livelihood, revenue is now also at risk um, as well. So key person insurance, a lot of people think, well, it's a family-owned business. Why would I have key person insurance? Well, you know, the different family members might have different skills and doing different jobs within the organisation as well. And, and that flows down to even when you're talking intergenerational uh, businesses as well. So it's, um, you know, so you might have a third generation business, but there's still potentially key person risk, not just shareholder risk involved there as well. So um, it is key person insurance is absolutely vital for both um, even your small listed companies as much as just your privately owned companies as well. So, but it is a vital component of everything that is done because something happens to your business partner, Jamie, if something happened to you, I would be distraught, I can promise you. Uh, <laughs> but come Monday morning, I still need the business to run. And you know, if something happens to me, you still want to know that you've got a job Monday morning as well. Okay. All right, Tony, thank you very much for today and I'll, um, I'll see you next week. Thank you, I look forward to it. Bye. <laughs>